when there's something strange in your neighborhood, who you gonna call? Fun Fiction! Yeah, you can work with that. <laughs> yeah, it would be great. Welcome to Fun Fiction. I'm your host, and Bustin does make me feel good, Scotty Moore. And um, I'm I am I I am afraid of <laughs> go- ghosts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say Bustin makes me feel good, but you know I should know by now. You go first. You're gonna take the good ones, but I am Meg Danger. You, uh, you're something strange <laughs> in the neighborhood, Meg Danger. That's true. I'm the strangest thing in the neighborhood. <laughs> I do love this concept of I ain't afraid of no ghosts. And then someone's like, actually, sir, sir, I am afraid of ghosts. I'm afraid of most ghosts. <laughs> so this is just going to be an hour of us discussing how hot Kate McKinnon is. And then also uh, the Neil Ciciorega remix of the Ghostbusters theme song that made it into a delicious sex romp. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, it, it's gonna be like, yeah, I guess there was, like, a Ghostbusters movie in, like, 1984 or something, but, um, mostly, hey, Kate McKinnon's real hot, huh? And then just, like, 40 minutes of us going, busted, 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 And that was fun fiction. So sitting here and thinking about this movie firstly me and you both had the same exact reaction to it which is this is a tough nut to crack when it comes to writing a story about it which i didn't expect um also i've just been we've we've been going through a lot you yeah. were you were yeah, if we want if we want to part the the curtain you were sick yeah um i'm currently sick and we were so excited. We were like, Ghostbusters, busted, <laughs> the sex jokes. And, and then uh, we've also just been texting each other going, why is, it, why is this so difficult? Why can't, we, why can't we just be like, and then all the Ghostbusters fucked? <laughs> it's just, it's so weird. Because for me, like, I always draw from the characters, like, what what would be interesting to do with, like, Sherlock or something like that. But with Ghostbusters, I realized, like, there's not much meat on them bones, are they? It's like you've got the, the clever one, the more serious one, the nerdy one, and I'm not saying it, the films are saying it, the black one. That's what it is. And none of them have any character beyond that. And it made it very difficult for me to make anything out of it. Mm. Megan, Megan, is Ghostbusters good? Because like, <laughs> I had to confront this of like, I know they rated it like the best comedy of all time, but also is this good? I don't know. So that was one of the things uh, that I figured we were going to confront uh, in this episode, apart from um, when I when I went in in my in in one of my dark moments in in struggling to figure out what I was going to do in in my dark moments when I went on to archive of our own and I learned that wow, 
people really want to fuck Egon. Yup, because Egon is the original Holtzman. That's what it is. I never wanted to... F- I didn't want to fuck Egon. Um, oh yeah, that reminds me also. Uh, n- none of our listeners will be able to appreciate this, but... Where's mine? I have one here. I also have a Holtzman <laughs> pop figure. Man, we are both horny for Holtzman. <laughs> I'm saying, like, Holtzman is the only character of any Ghostbusters film that is moderately interesting. Holtzman is the only one that's interesting. I mean, okay, so when you were a kid and you watched the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. Who was your favorite? I guess Bill Murray objected. Yeah, because Bill Murray's the funny one. So I guess him, but like as an adult, he's such a little shit in the yeah, film. Yeah, like he sucks. He's he's a creepy sex pervert. And he's a dickhead. Yeah. He's super mean to his friends. And then Dan Aykroyd is Dan Aykroyd, so obviously not him. Ernie Hudson is... A lot. Uh, uh, he's just there to be the black guy. Like, I, I hate it. it, it no, it's <laughs> true. Because that's the other thing. Like, then you grow up and it's like, God. Like, that's the true tragedy of Ghostbusters is you get someone like Ernie Hudson. The, the, yeah. A man who oozes charisma. Um, now, to be fair, he wasn't yet, like, prime Ernie Hudson. Like, you hit your, your yeah. ni- like, the mid-90s is, like, your prime Ernie Hudson, but still. We did get, that's a big Twinkie out of him, so at least we got that. <laughs> is very true. It's got good quotes. I will give it that. It's got good quotes. It does. Um, It does have good quotes. But anyway, it's still, like, compared to, you know, obviously, the, 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 nerdy, the nerdy white men. Like, he, he, he is a charismatic dude, just in general. Yeah. And originally, he had backstory. He was going to be, like, a former, like, I think Air Force pilot was going to be the thing. And, like, you know, his idea, the idea behind it was he's supposed to be the everyman in contrast to these nerds. And they just were like, yeah. mm, nah, he's just, just going to be this dude. He's just going to be this black guy that we just kind of dump in. And then you get fucking 2016 Ghostbusters. You get, you know, yeah, girls can do everything that guys can, including racism, because then they just went and did the same thing again. Because Patty was originally supposed to have backstory where she was going to be, again, the same thing where, okay, we're going to have an everyman character who's going to be juxtaposed against these weird nerds, where she was going to be a historian, and that was going to be her entry point, and why she was going to have this knowledge of historical New York. And then they just went, nah, she works in the subway. <laughs> like, it's it's there in bits. Like, it's a, it's more than it was with Ernie Hudson. Oh, yeah, I'll it's give more. Them that. It's true. It's more than it was with Ernie Hudson. Like, and that's the weird, awkward thing. You can tell there was stuff, and then they wrote it out. I, and also, I guess it's because if they all were Kate McKinnon-level nerds, it would track, but they tried to make Melissa and Kristen Wiig's characters also every men, and so then it just didn't work because it's like, who are you comparing them against? And, and I, I feel like you and I both are on the same page of 
it's not a bad film. It's very good. It's just a bunch of sexists made it bad. Like, it's not, it's obviously not the best. No, I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not perfect, but it's not like a trash movie. Yeah, and it doesn't have a ghost blowjob scene. No, well, but that's the thing. It's not a ghost blowjob. It's Ray dreaming about getting a ghost blowjob. Ghost blowjob. (laughs) (laughs) It's Ray really wanting a a ghost blowjob, so he dreams about it. If we're gonna get pedantic. (laughs) And you know what the 2016 Ghostbusters had? Chris Hemsworth getting to be his best himbo self. And it's the best shit. It's so good. When people let Chris Hemsworth be funny, he's so fucking funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Hemsworth and Holtzman are the two... They are the two best characters in all of Ghostbusters. I will put that down right now in writing. Of all of Ghostbusters, it's those two and then Rick Moranis. That movie is... (laughs) Ghostbusters 2016 is a bisexual's dream. Right? (laughs) Oh no, fucking, oh god, what's the name of the song? Um, there's a song Holtzman dances to in the middle of it. Um, damn it, uh, what is it, what is it, was it, damn it. Because I can picture it, I know, I can picture it in my head now. (laughs) Oh, Rhythm of the Night I was just Um, thinking about it, yeah, it is, it is Rhythm of the Night. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that used to come on, where, when I used to work in, like, uh, retail, that used to come on the radio all the time, and I would do the Holtzman dance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> around the entire store because it's so good that's fantastic then the fucking shot of her at the end of the film when she just gets out two ghost pistols because my favorite part about the 2016 one is they didn't fucking care they were like you know what this is a this is a good ghost punch club you punch ghosts with this But she pulls out two pistols, licks one, and then like a massive orchestral version of the Ghostbusters theme plays while she slow-mo slaughters ghosts. And I'm like, how do people hate this film? It's phenomenal. Pretty much. It's like, you know what? This is giving me what I want. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I, I I do want to ask this because this is the one question I kept coming back to, which is, How did this become a global phenomenon? Because I don't think ghosts were, like, a subject of comedy before Ghostbusters. And it would be like if now you had, like, Will Ferrell, Jonah Hill, um, Andy Samberg in a film where they're having to take down Cthulhu. It's like, I don't think (laughs) it's so out of left field. And yet, how well marketed it was, I guess? Though it was because who it was at the time, because it was like Bill Murray and because they were like the guys, because like Bill Murray was like marketable as fuck. And originally it was going to be him and, um, oh, what the fuck's his name? John Belushi? Yeah. And I guess Dan Aykroyd was still fairly marketable at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, nothing but trouble had not premiered yet. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, it says right here, I'm on the wiki page, Aykroyd, who is fascinated with the paranormal, hence why he makes vodka That's that he sells right. in a big skull. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd's like, <laughs> if you want to do a throwback, he's like this fucking Arthur Conan Doyle when it comes to that shit. <laughs> yeah, 
he he began writing the script and intended to star in it with Eddie Murphy and John Belushi, which, yeah, Eddie would be a good get, especially for this. But I, I don't know. I kind of prefer Ernie because you'd need someone serious for uh, for that character. Someone just exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Ghostbusters. Have you read about... What's your feelings on the new Ghostbusters with Paul Rudd? Um, I mean, I think the trailer looked fine. I think it's a better direction than what they were originally going to do, which was just, let's just do Ghostbusters again. Yeah, and they were, like, going to hell, I believe. Yeah. they like, Ghostbusters go to hell. Something like that, which was like, <laughs> mm, no. Uh, and they were like, let's just do... Stranger thing. Let's get the Stranger Things kid. And it's like, Th- that's right. what's so weird to me is it's like everything with Ghostbusters up to this point has been like, you need four people and they go after ghosts. This one is about two kids and a single mom <laughs> who learn about ghosts after some fucking earthquakes happen. What? What does it have to do with Ghostbusters? Hey, Ghostbusters 2 had a single mom. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. And she had a demon baby. Yeah. <laughs> God, the second one is so weird. The second, second one's the even second more weird. The second one is really fucking weird because it's like, what if we just did Ghostbusters again, but we made it really weird and just a bit hornier? And also uh, did some real Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze bullshit <laughs> where some cool slime makes the Statue of Liberty come to life. And, it, and the, slime make, the slime is why New Yorkers are mean to each other. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the- this was their love letter to New York saying, Hey, quit being fucking mean to each other or Vigo the Carpathian's gonna fuck you up. God, that's a weird fucking movie. I 100% attribute the success of this film to Ray Parker Jr. for writing some good music and them having a pretty decent logo. If they had lost either of these, there would not be any toys. There would not be any cartoons because this original film did feature Dan Aykroyd dreaming of a ghost blowjob. It's true. And in it also, I mean, because people talk about the, the movie's like a conservative, you know, Ronald Reagan era, like, wet dream kind of thing where, you know, a bunch of guys quit academia to go into the private sector, start their own business, and the the bad guy is the Environmental Protection Agency. Right? <laughs> Which, you know, um, he's right. They have a, a completely unregulated facility where they're storing ghosts yeah and isn't it at one point like ray uh remarks that they have like fucking nuclear reactor backpacks that they're just running around with (laughs) yeah it's like each of us have an unmarked unlicensed nuclear reactor strapped to our backs what could go wrong so i mean even if the epa dude's a dick like he's not in the wrong year. <laughs> See, that's what I liked about the new one. The new one was great because it was like, okay, the government does have to get involved. And when they do, they're just straight up like, look, we fucking get it. We know there are ghosts, but like, <laughs> sh- you guys, shouldn't you like leave that to our men in black type characters played by Matt Walsh of all people? <laughs> 
Like, it was really, really fun. I much prefer that twist versus the original. Which, by the way, is Ghostbusters funny? Like, it's got funny bits. But I don't think... Like I, I, like I said earlier, it was rated the number one comedy of all time. And I'm like, it's not that funny to me. Like, it's a good action film with quips. Yeah. It would it's, fit it's, in in the MCU. Yeah, like, it's, it's more quippy. Because it's also got, like... Like, like, genuinely kind of spooky shit that I remember, like, when I saw it as a little kid, the the scene where Dana, like, falls back on the chair and the, the hands, like, like, oh, r- yeah. rip up out of the chair and, like, grab her and then, like, it shoots backwards and shit and she's, like, screaming and whatever and then, she, like, she gets, like, sent to like the fucking hell dimension and whatever and then comes back possessed that scared the shit out of me when i was a little kid (laughs) oh yeah that the fucking library ghost at the beginning of the film (laughs) which really sets you up for a fun loving comedy (laughs) but then again like me and my brother god we quote like of all the stupid things to quote when um ray takes uh vigman to, to go see the library ghost or whatever and he pulls him away because he's like, what do we do now? And he like drags him back. He's like, come, c- come here. Come here for a second. C- come here. Come here, Francine. I don't know. <laughs> me, me and my brother quote that one line back and forth to each other all the time. And I don't know why that's the one. <laughs> Just come, come here, Francine. <laughs> also, I will say, I hate the fact that no one liked the women Ghostbusters because they did have the perfect setup for a sequel when Patty looks to her recording and goes, hey, y'all. What's Zool? I screamed. I fucking screamed. And they were like, nah, no more. I know. This is so sad. I know. Ghostbusters is. is Ghostbusters is so fucking weird. And that's what led to it being very difficult for me to come up with any story revolving. I guess that's why Ghostbusters Afterlife has nothing to do with Ghostbusters. Because they were like, fuck it, let's just write another script. And we'll put the Ghostbusters in it. It's like Cloverfield. We'll just do a very vague connection to it. Just be like, Egon's got grandkids. I don't fucking know. (laughs) So, like, I I went through a few different iterations of ideas. The first one being revolving around the idea of, like, these ghosts are people, right? Like, that's the general accepted definition of a ghost is a dead human who becomes a spirit, which is a bit weird. Given that in the Kate McKinnon Ghostbusters, one of them is a giant Stay Puff Marshmallow Man balloon. So, I don't know about that. But I was like, what? They are kidnapping people because ghosts are people against their will and holding them in a fucking proton pack. Mm. So then I went down a very dark uh, Ghost Lives Matter storyline. And then I realized that's a bad plan, my dude. No matter how well you execute it, you won't be able to do that as well. No, there's, yeah. And also it would make the Ghostbusters villains, which I'm like, I don't want to go down that storyline. But I just kept trying to come back to this idea of like, what if Ghostbusters were in Hamlet? What if Ghostbusters (laughs) were in I'm telling, open, just rewrite the opening scene of Hamlet, but put the Ghostbusters in it. It would end it so much fucking earlier. Mark me! No motherfucker! <laughs> that's pretty, that's not bad. 
<laughs> yeah, so my idea is set, like, probably not nowadays, uh, maybe a little bit earlier. This would probably be good early 2000s. Uh, so Bill Murray, all the Ghostbusters are older. <laughs> this is just, <laughs> this is how done with it I was. The first sentence of my fanfic is, okay, so ding dang, Bill Murray's like 50 now. <laughs> so... Uh, all the Ghostbusters have moved away. Dan Aykroyd is leading the Buster Corps, which is kind of like it's the main hub, but they're they've started off sects of Ghostbusters in major metropolitan areas, and they go off and hunt ghosts across the states. Ernie Hudson, because this is a fucking movie in of in and of itself. Ernie Hudson is teaching inner city kids how to hunt ghosts, which is a fucking film I want. I want this fucking film. Let Ernie Hudson be the Sandra Bullock to these small, <laughs> d- poor youths. And, of course... Wait, what movie are you referencing? The one where Sandra Bullock teaches kids how to hunt ghosts. <laughs> what is it? What's the film where... The one blind, where... The, the, the Blind Day? No, what is it? Wait, no, okay, wait, you're... Th- <laughs> Sandra Bullock, Inner City Kids. No, man. I did just get Bird Box mixed up. The Blind Side. Blind Side is what I was talking about. No, that's one kid. That's that's one football player. Okay, that's a single. That's a single football player. There's a movie called Dangerous Minds where another white lady. Does, takes inner city kids. Now it's Ernie <laughs> Hudson, so it's cooler. And um, feels bad after all these fun goofs to end with. Also, Egon died. That's <laughs> just like the, the third. That's where the third wow. one's at. Is it, is it just because Ivan Reitman? That's not his name. That's not Ivan Reitman's the director. Oh, that's not. Wait, fuck. <laughs> Ghostbusters, dead Ghostbuster. <laughs> Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, excuse me. Yes. Ivan Reitman, I, I believe, keep is still my, I alive. I can't keep my guys straight. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he has passed away, which admittedly was because Harold Ramis died, but then also <laughs> I wrote him into the story, so he can't have died. <laughs> we're, we're, it's, it's fiction. You can, you don't have to, it doesn't... <laughs> Also, by the way, if if I haven't already made this clear, I've forgotten every fucking Ghostbusters name except Holtzman and Vankman, but I still refer to him as Bill Murray throughout this entire thing. So, Bill Murray is now an old jaded ghost hunter. He works alone because of an unknown tragedy that we don't talk about yet. It's a night before a major holiday, let's call it Christmas, and Bill Murray was invited out to go and celebrate with the new Ghostbusters, a.k.a. Kate McKinnon and the other three. But he refuses. (laughs) You know, those other ones. The other three. Uh, But Bill's like, no, I have nothing to say. All your busting friends. (laughs) All of them bust. They're just... They're nuts for busting. They're busting nuts. They are just nuts for busting. <laughs> so we are in the second paragraph and we're already broken. Uh, Bill uh, refuses to go out with them. He's like, I have nothing to celebrate anymore. I was in Garfield. 
And we just see Bill <laughs> drink. We see Bill drink and drink, passes out, and in the middle of the night, he awakens with a mighty need to piss. I don't know, fuck. That was, I'm reading that directly. I don't know. Uh, on his way back from the john, oh shit, it's Slimer. Ding dang green bitch is all kind of revved up and horny. Tries to deliver a message to Bill Murray, who rushes to his closet, pulls That's out ghost hunting so gear. much better than what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say he was going to try to fuck him. <laughs> you know Slimer? Sexual assault ghost. You said he was all ripped up and horny. So I thought you were going to say, like, he, he's come back to finish the job. I was in a fugue state when I wrote this, okay? He slimed me and now he's back. <laughs> he's back to finish what he started. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Bill Murray rushes to his closet, pulls out some like I like I'm thinking like Iron Man, the, the gear's gotta get better, so he's got like some portable ghost hunting gear. Kidnaps Slimer, but when he does, Slimer explodes and leaves behind a large number three on the wall in slime. Bill sits down, exclaiming he slimed my wall, before drinking another scotch and falling asleep, looking at a picture of the Ghostbusters long ago, celebrating Christmas before looking down and saying, Bah humbug. So, Did she Bill just Murray... make, like, a fucking Christmas carol, but with the Ghostbusters? <laughs> now, don't get ahead of me now. <laughs> don't get ahead of me now. Uh, so Bill Murray falls asleep, he awakens, and there is a new ghost there. A ghost that is unfamiliar to all of us at home, we've never seen him, but Bill immediately recognizes them and freaks the fuck out. Grabs his proton pack, but the ghost escapes through the front door. Bill gives chase, but then he finds himself transported back ten years to the night Egon died. He's forced to take the place of himself in the past, but he can't change his actions, though Bill Murray wishes he could. Egon was trying to test out an experimental proton pack. It was telling Bill, you need to focus on this and tell me if anything goes wrong. And Bill, I don't know, uh, hit on a random woman because that's just the kind of nasty man Bill Murray was. And it led to Egon fucking dying as they were hosts as they were fighting this big, big, scary ghost. After the death, the scene turns grim as the ghost goes, uh, he, he tries to capture the ghost like he did in real life, but unlike that time, the ghost actually breaks out and is about to kill Bill. Fuck. Damn it. I said the, I said a movie name. You um, did, because you refused to call him Venkman or, or Peter or literally anything but Bill Murray. So he goes after Greg. <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> So uh, Bill oh, then awakens right before he's about to be gobbled up, and he's covered in slime, and Holtzman is screaming, We got it, ladies and gentlemen! And Bill is hung over as hell, so he's pissed off at this. Tells them to leave as he rushes back to bed. Get a big shot of where... No, bad phrasing. Get a big shot of where Slimer's big number three was, and it now says two... And then Bill sits back in his chair, begins to drink, and he looks down and he sees McKinnon and crew, you know, the other three, <laughs> celebrating, <laughs> in, celebrating in the streets before going across the street to a diner. And then a voice calls out to Bill. You could have went with them, you know. And he turns around and it's Sigourney Weaver, who's also dead, I guess. <laughs> 
So uh, Sigourney Weaver and Bill have a you short can... reunion. Can I also say, I you remembered can, you, her... You killed Dana. <laughs> I remembered her name was Dana, but I forgot it was Sigourney Weaver. I looked it up, and then I just kept calling her Sigourney Weaver and not Dana. Because I'm not gonna lie, I was like, is it Sigourney Weaver, or is it Jamie Lee Curtis? Because for some reason, those two get mixed up in my head all the fucking time, and I don't know why. They're not even in any of the... Maybe because they're, like, they're badass protagonist females, like some of the first. Because you have Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis, and... And an Alien. And Alien with Ripley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Sigourney Weaver's there and she's dead and she's a ghost. Uh, she and Bill have a short reunion and he just looks at her and says, I wish you were back. I really wish you were back. And she says that you can't look back. You can't want what once was. You need to focus on what's now and appreciate that. Fucking bullshit. Tells her that she, that that point Bill's like, I have nothing to care about because nothing cares about me. And then she uses this opportunity to fucking yeet bill murray out of the window and they float down to the diner where he sees that at the same diner as the new ghostbusters are ernie hudson and dan Aykroyd, and next to them are pictures of egon and bill and it's like you see they do care about you so egon's the only one who you, you bothered to get the character huh it's because i forgot the name harold ramus <laughs> Uh, Bill Murray says it's their fault. It's their fault for not caring. His life went to hell after Dana died and they didn't care. She then shows him all of the hardships that they went through as well without Bill. All of the heartbreak, all of the loss, and yet every single year they end up at that diner. All of every the teaching single. inner city kids. <laughs> all, of, all of teaching them inner city children. <laughs> I just love this concept that that means that there's a ghost class at school and fucking Ernie Hudson shows up like, I know you kids might think ghosts are boring, but what if I wrapped them? You don't understand our lives, old man. <laughs> oh, I don't? Turns chair around backwards and sits in it. Oh, shit. He's connecting with us. Uh, so Data explains that it it didn't matter what they went through, they went through it together, and he left them. And then Bill wakes up in his bedroom once again, and he's still like, I'm fucking Scrooge in this story, fuck you. Oh, wait, fuck, he's in a movie called Scrooged. Yep, I meant for this comparison to be drawn. <laughs> this was intended. This was an actually not gonna lie. As I was writing this the whole time, I was like, wasn't fucking Bill Murray in a Christmas Carol type movie? And I didn't bother researching it. So, uh, Bill looks down at the diner. He's like, bah, humbug. And then he sees something unnerving. The ghost trap on top of the. Is there a name for the. Oh, the Ecto 1. I literally called it the Ghost Mobile. Fuck. <laughs> Megan, we shouldn't have written things about Ghostbusters. Look, so, what, look. He looks down at the you, big cool ghost car. You wrote a thing. 
You're like, I have a prompt. Fuck you. Essentially. I have, I'm sick. (laughs) (laughs) So, looks at the window, looks down at the fucking big cool truck, and he sees something very unnerving. The ghost trap on top of the car that has the ghost that killed Egon begins to glow a bright, violent green. And then Bill looks at it and is like, I know that's not good, but it should be fine. It could be okay. And then he hears a voice come from next to him. That's very raspy. And he looks over and he's like, ah, fuck. But then takes off the hood. It's Egon dressed as the Grim Reaper. And then he's just like, fuck, this outfit sucks. And then takes off the robes and he's just dressed like normal Egon. And then Egon does some nerd shit, explains that the ghost trap is overloaded and could possibly unleash a hell of paranormal activity on NYC if Bill doesn't get down there to save them. Uh, Egon explains that there was, like, an issue with the old ghost traps that he was about to figure out, but he never got to because he died. Um, Bill looks at him and he goes, look, it wouldn't be the first time I didn't save somebody. Basically saying, like, I'm sorry you died. And Egon says that it may not be the first time, but it could be the last time. And then Egon opens a portal and shows just fucking hell hellfire that would be brought upon nyc if bill doesn't do something at that very minute and then we get a cut back to real life they come back through the portal and bill looks at him and only bill murray could deliver this line and make it sound good but he goes you sure i gotta do this i mean can i just like call somebody and then egon looks at him and smiles who are you gonna call ghostbusters theme cranks the fuck up and then we get a pan back down to the diner all the ghostbusters are now they've joined tables they're laughing and telling stories when bam! ghost trap explodes dozens of ghosts fly from the top of the this is where i wrote the phrase ghost mobile <laughs> and they all rush outside <laughs> they are terrified equipping their proton packs when suddenly it is a stream of protonic energy wrapping around a ghost pulling it to the earth and pushing it back into the ghost trap. And they it pans down from the ghost down the stream to Bill Murray, who looks at them with a smile and goes, let's show these spectral bitches how we do things downtown. <laughs> so now imagine the old Ghostbusters, but with the sheer amazing battles that happened in the new one. It is an epic battle against all the Ghostbusters, old and new. They take on an army of ghosts, and eventually it comes down to all seven of them and the ghosts that killed Egon. They work together, they try to use their proton packs to bring it back to Earth, but it just, it doesn't seem strong enough. And at the very last minute, Bill gets an extra boost of energy when he looks to his left and he sees Egon next to him with a proton pack shooting away. And in that brief moment, we get a flashback of the Ghostbusters as a young adults, I guess. And then a f- <laughs> sh- shot to the future gives them the strength. All the Ghostbusters unite to trap the ghost away. And then Bill falls to his knees, collapsing. This was his last gasp. Also, he was drunk as fuck. <laughs> And of course, this is a comedy film, so then Bill opens his eyes, and he sees the rest of the Ghostbusters surrounding him in a hospital, 
and thousands of Ghostbusters fans are cheering outside, and Bill looks up with a smile and says, You there, boy! What day is it? And Holtzman looks at him with a smile and says, It's fucking New Year's! You were in a coma for like a week! Jesus Christ! (laughs) And with that, the Ghostbusters all go off, and Bill Murray decides in the coming weeks to open the Egon Spangler Paranormal Research Institute in downtown NYC, in the original firehouse that the Ghostbusters got their start in. Bill dedicates his life to continuing the work that Egon had begun, with some help from some new friends. So, that's my story. It's a Christmas carol, but with Ghostbusters. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. (laughs) That was my main problem with writing this, is I was like, I'm doing this for our Halloween episodes, but I guess we can do a Christmas carol? It's very seasonal. (laughs) It's very very inspiring. Yes. I uh, I think Bill Murray would find it very inspiring. No, Bill would be like, this is bullshit, and I would never perform in it, because Bill Murray is an angry man who's kind of happy. It's true. Bill Murray is filled with a lot of latent rage. <laughs> <laughs> I have a book called The Tao of Bill Murray, and it's kind of gets more and more depressing the more you read it. Like, at first you're like, oh, this is a fun, goofy book, and then it just gets sad, because they're like, Bill Murray doesn't believe in anything bill murray is a nihilist yeah i can i can believe that okay what what's your what's your prompt okay so i i have a doctor's note that says i don't have to try right now okay because something's eating my my stomach lining from the inside okay so it's a ghost. There's a ghost in there that needs to be busted. Yes. Yeah, there's there's a ghost in inside inside me that needs that needs very much to be busted. You just started just fucking doing new metal lyrics from the early 2000s. <laughs> there's a ghost inside of me. <laughs> it needs to be busted. God, and it went right back to being a Halloween episode, just like that. That was the name. That was the name. That was the ghost speaking. <laughs> and and shockingly, that is exactly what my stomach sounds like right now. <laughs> was trying to think of a bunch of different uh, concepts. Was trying to decide if I wanted to focus on the OG Ghostbusters or the new Ghostbusters. Ended up on archive of our own learned about how much egon apparently fucks (laughs) (laughs) so then i had this idea that dana is uh continuing her art restoration thing and we get another another painting because you know god i for i forgot about that fucking plot point i really did i forgot that shit happened it's weird that they just had her bounce between such wildly disparate careers and just pretended yeah. like it was like no big thing. Like in the first one, she's just a professional musician. And in the second one, it's like, nah, she does she does art shit now. 
shrug. She just does what we, the script needs her to do. Yep, and now she's got a baby. Where'd it come from? I don't know. Visit Venkman's? Nope. <laughs> nope, it's Christ's. <laughs> it's Jesus's. <laughs> Immaculate conception in Ghostbusters 2, and then the baby becomes the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> We are going to pilot this baby across New York. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, climb inside this baby. Wait, no. No, just call it the Statue of Liberty, Egon. Please don't call it a baby. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so uh, we get a different painting because the idea is like, all right, if we want to just keep repeating shit, let's repeat shit. It is filled with so much negative ghostly energies painting called the disturbing duckling and um is this a real painting that i can look up and look at (laughs) you can try and uh (laughs) it's it's filled with uh so much bad uh bad feelings that it rips a hole between uh alternate realities that it creates uh a portal between time and space and it's uh i looked up the disturbing duckling there are five paintings like it's all the same painting Mm -hmm. but oh it's called the disquieting duckling so it's like five of this one painting and then just a picture of ducks fucking and then a picture of a duck's penis and a duck's vagina and then a duck looking very smug. This is the best fucking Google image search I've ever done. I honestly had no idea what was going to come up. Um I'm I'm oh. referencing something specific. Okay. <laughs> but you'll never know. It's not uh, Asgar Jorn's painting, The Disquieting Duckling, where it's a duck with a big-ass head that looks like it's about to eat a barn with what appears to be spaghetti pouring out of its mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I don't think so, no. It's got a big-ass head. <laughs> I don't think so, no. <laughs> so this... This big-ass duck head causes a rift in time and space to open. Sure, yeah, okay. <laughs> We're going with that now. Um, Yeah, and it gra- it tosses our friends, Holtzman, and the others. <laughs> I had their names, <laughs> but now I think it's funnier to just say Holtzman and the others. And the squad. <laughs> the, the squad. Um, I was also going to include Kevin with them. Ab- Abby, Aaron, Patty, and Kevin. Uh, Fuck in, yes. In, into the OG Ghostbusters time, 1980. <clears throat> and they have to figure out how to try to get back to the present day slash their own sort of reality and figure out uh, what what caused the riff and what sort of evil evil ghost being is uh, is behind this. I am going to assume, because it is canon in the new Ghostbusters, that Patty's granddad is Ernie Hudson. So Patty's definitely freaking the fuck out about Ernie Hudson, right? Yeah. They're like, you're that cab driver. Oh, you're the the scientist we murdered with a demon. <laughs> well, because but that wasn't that wasn't Vinkman though, because that was just like some guy. Well, no, but it looks like them, so like 
it would still freak him out. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I really hadn't gotten any further than Holtzman won't stop hitting on Dana. <laughs> and Dana's kind of into it. <laughs> Well, that's the movie right there. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, because honestly, she deserves better. <laughs> now, when you started, you did bring up this concept of Ghostbusters versus paintings, and it did just lead to me thinking of a Mario 64 reboot where the Ghostbusters have to jump into paintings and then find magical <laughs> stars to make the paintings good again. Oh, man, it'd be like Super Mario Sunshine, but they get the proton packs instead of the little little waters. Oh, backpack. shit. <laughs> this is what the Ghostbusters game should have been that I never played. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't play it either. Yeah. Okay. I don't think anyone did. I think I think there's some meat on the bones here. So, like, who's our who's our bad guy? Who's the one? That, because, was like, where, that was where I ran into trouble because I, I couldn't, I was like, because originally I was like, well, what if like we toss the original Ghostbusters in the future? Because then maybe we, then maybe the, the 2016 Ghostbusters would have the chance to fight Gozer and that could be fun. But then I like got, we didn't bog down in like, oh, the old 1980s Ghostbusters rediscover like ah the technology future scary and then they would make like a bunch of misogyny jokes and i was like this is stupid and i don't like it <laughs> maybe it'd be funnier to throw them back in time and have holtzman flirt with dana a bunch and i was like i like this better and then the, the, your thing when you were saying about patty seeing um, yeah ernie ernie hudson and that was kind of where i got stuck and and then i've also just been like curled up in a ball for several days <laughs> is it the maybe there's like a we can take something from the new ghostbusters film which was like the concept of ley lines kind of but not really which is maybe there's like five paintings that are <laughs> famously haunted just so haunted and they're all just attached yeah. to each other also i couldn't connect it to anything but i just really love the idea of Kevin and Rick Moranis' character, whose name I can't remember, just in a conversation with each other. Oh, no, they because they, bo they both want to be the new Ghostbusters. So, yeah. like, that's what it is. No, they're just talking shop about being Ghostbusters <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> okay, so our bad guy, do we want it to be a human? Or do we want it to be some sort of, like, because, like, that was the one real difference between new Ghostbusters and old is, like, a, 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 the villain is a human in the new Ghostbusters until motherfucker gets domed yeah. and then becomes a ghost. That was, like, the only thing I would say in the new one is he was kind of a shitty villain. He remind you know who he reminded me of? He reminded me of fucking Zemo from Civil War. I was like, I know you're here because the film needs a villain, but God, you just don't speak to me. Until, until he possessed Chris Hemsworth. Well, because Chris then... Hemsworth's a better, like, he's, he's a good actor. <laughs> he was just, he was just not an interesting dude. Like, I understand this concept of wanting to get a little nerdy guy. It just wasn't a well-written role. It just didn't have a lot to, to it. Yeah, there wasn't a lot, like, to work with in general. If just, because just, I was like, maybe if he was possessed by a spirit, it would make sense because he spoke in these kind of ancient terms. 
But then he just turned out to be a normal dude. It was a lot to take in with him. It was just a weird little incel. And it's like, I mean, that's a good, that's a, that's a foundation. But you need more than weird little incel for a villain. Yeah. And then the fact that they died. I was like, just do the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Because they did the exact same bit. They did the exact same imagine something imagine only nice things oh i i imagine the stay puff marshmallow man and the new one it's just like i'm the ghost from your logo and i look exactly like the stay puff marshmallow man i'm just not the same it sucked yeah so that was like the weakest thing from that movie i feel like so we can't have them so gozer is the first one out right gozer possesses no, 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 um, Zool possesses Dana. Yeah. And, and, the, I, and, and you know, it, it's, it's a, it's a bummer we didn't get to see more of, um, what was it? Yeah, Go, Gozer the Destructor, who was just like. Hold up, his name is literally Gozer the Gozerian. Oh, that's like that's if I right. was Scotty Goz- the Scottian. <laughs> Gozer the Gozerian, which, that was the one where it was just. Just the, the the butch the butch lady with the red eyes in in the unitard the sparkly unitard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a hot look. It kind of looked like Jim Carrey as the Riddler at the <laughs> end of Batman Forever, but it's, I understand where you're coming from. Who wore it's, it better? It's a, it's a choice. Yeah. Okay, so our villain was there even a fucking reason that Zool was in her fridge? By the way, nope. Oh, okay, wait, no, awesome. or, well, no, I guess, hmm, the, cra- the crazy man designed the apartment building to be haunted? I just looked up why was Zool in her fridge, and, uh, yeah, no, there's not really anything to talk about, he is just a dog, yeah. he is just a nasty, weird dog, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we get that throwaway line about your, your girlfriend, uh, that great fucking line, your girlfriend is in the the corner penthouse of Spook Central. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so that's what it was. So maybe, do they ever say who he is, like, who this person was that made the place haunted? Because that could be something we could play with, is like, this whole time there's been this human person behind all of these ghost things and they're trying to find it yeah but he like lived like a really long time ago ah fuck (laughs) son of a bitch well because i think they reference him in the trailer for the new movie yeah it's not i'm man this wikipedia is not giving me much info here this Wikipedia is not giving me a lot of good (laughs) info on this fucking boy it's not giving us much to work with yeah, that would talk about how Ghostbusters is completely and totally. There's just not much to work with. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> I was going to, um, I was going to be a shithead and uh, save this for when I was editing it. Okay. <laughs> because this is part of my, my ongoing campaign now to try to sneak a reference to Money Plane into every episode. No, <laughs> no. Because that's plain. Well, because that's what the painting's from. 
Wait, what? Is that the name of one of the paintings? That's the name of the painting that Kelsey Grammer originally wants to try to get Edge to steal. Oh, <laughs> Megan, you've done it. Yeah, I was originally just going to just let that go and not draw attention to it. And then uh, when I was editing this later, I was going to be like, what Scotty didn't know is that was a reference to money. <laughs> but I'm, this is going to be my ongoing campaign. I'm going to make sure that every episode there's going to be at least one money plane reference in my fanfic. Okay. But since I've come out and said it, wouldn't it be funny if because... <laughs> <laughs> the reason that it has so much horrible negative energy is because it contains the angry ghost of Darius the Rumple Grouch. <laughs> I am Gozer the Gozerian Grouch, and I'm taking down the ghost plane. Taking down the Ghostbusters. <laughs> you want to bet on a guy fucking Slimer? Ghost plane. We're gonna have, Megan, you realize we're eventually gonna have to do a short form podcast series on here of just like reviewing Money Plane minute by minute. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to do the Money Plane minute. I never understood podcasts like that where they literally take a, a fucking thing apart minute by minute, but it's gonna have to happen, isn't it? <laughs> it's a money plane minute i was on one but it was on wrestling and we still managed to get a solid 20 minutes out of a minute of professional wrestling that I mean, there's a lot that happens in a minute of wrestling okay so oh wow the uh the video game of ghostbusters that i know nothing about is about gozer coming back thanks to the cult of gozer well well then <laughs> it says Ivo Shandor became disappointed in his faith and abandoned Gozer. Go Ghostbusters got so fucking weird. <laughs> I abandoned you, Gozer. I abandoned Gozer. You've let me down for the last <laughs> time, Gozer. The original premise of the movie had Gozer conceived as taking the form of the builder of Gozer's temple, Ivo Shandor, who was to be played by Paul Rubens. Pee-wee fucking Herman. <laughs> ah, I'm Gozer, the Gozerian. Ah. Ah. I'm the keymaster, you the gatekeeper. Oh, this fucking sucks. Boy. Uh, I can't even begin to do a Pee Wee Herman impression, so I'm not going to try. Yeah, I, I can't either. Yeah, okay. Ivo Shandor is the person who built, the, he built Gozer's Temple, and then apparently he's like ten times more powerful than any of them, and yet he only ended up in the video game. Good work, guys. <laughs> and he was played... By Brian Doyle Murray, a.k.a. Bill Murray's brother. The Lesser Murray. The Lesser Murray. The Wayne's, the Wayne's World Murray. The Noah's Arcade Murray. <laughs> well, Megan, do you have any final words on Ghostbusters, a.k.a. the unfickable, the unfickable <laughs> movie? We should have just made them all fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
We should have just been like, and then they busted the ghosts, and then they busted a nut in each other. <laughs> in Slimer. Slimer that <laughs> horny beast. And then Slimer returned to finish the job. <laughs> I want to make the Slimer dating sim, where it's just a bunch of Slimers that you have to pick which one you want to fuck. There's Jock Slimer, there's uh, Normal Slimer, there's Cool But Nerdy Slimer, Hipster Slimer. Which one will you go to bed tonight with on He Slimed Me? <laughs> Shy Theater Kid Slimer. <laughs> but they all still talk like oh fuck we did it and then uh, I guess we could preview next week's episode where we will be talking about oh fuck oh wait a minute I remember next week we're going to be talking about a film I have yet to see but I'm very excited Hocus Pocus but until then, where could people find you on the internet? When I'm not busting. When I'm not going nuts <laughs> for busting. <laughs> they can find me going nuts for literature at uh, an, an Ono Lit Class, a podcast about books and, and, cla- and stuff. You're I so good like, at this. I feel like, I feel like trash. This is about classic literature, and you know what? It's because we're doing Halloween episodes, it's also about ghosts. We just did one about Phantom of the Opera. Was he and a the ghost? Mi- and, and, and the Mighty Ducks. No, he's not a ghost. He tries to make people think that he's a ghost, but he's actually just a very horny man. Now, are the Mighty Ducks ghosts? Because you also brought them up. <laughs> yeah, um... RJ decided that he's he's a horny man and also he's the coach of the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> it's a long story. Uh, you, you can, yeah. And um, you can listen to that uh, in all the podcast places and also at onolitclass.com. And you can, you can come listen to me talk about how Busted makes me feel good uh, on Twitter at Meg underscore Danger. And you can find me coming back to finish the job on Twitter <laughs> at SkyMo, S-Z-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And check out all the other podcasts I do, including, I don't know if voting will still be open at the time of this, but The Many Adventures of Sammy Magic was just nominated for an Audioverse Award. And it would mean the world if you would go vote for it as the best new storytelling production, and you can listen to that and all the other programming at a load of purebs.com. My brother did the music for the thing. I knew that it was time for me to say that because of the way you just sat there looking like, well. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Go. <laughs> yeah, he, he did music for this for this show. And it's it's pretty good, right? You can hear other music that he did at soundcloud.com slash 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 slap. We're broken. We're broken people. Slash best hyphen day. And remember to support us. Pick up your fun fiction merchandise at merch.aloadofpurebs.com and donate to our Patreon 
at patreon.com slash a load of BS. We're going to try to figure out a special little thing that we can put up there. If you guys want, just message us on Twitter at Fun Fiction Show or on our personal accounts because we'll probably check those more often and tell us what you would like to see from us on the BS Network Patreon. And as always, I just like a, spe- a special little thing. We'll put up a spe- special little we'll thing. We'll put up a special <laughs> thing a special for you. Thing. And as always, <laughs> B- beware the ghost mobile. Beware the big cool truck from the Ghostbusters. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>